Welcome to another edition of Idiot Ezra, and today we'll be talking sports. Mary fuck, kill, AFC quarterback edition with my main man, my brother, Gregory the Teddy Graham himself. What up, y'all? Oh, what's up, my man? Everything good? Yeah, everything Since cool. Since last week? Oh, yeah. You thought about this AFC stuff a little bit? Oh, I yeah. really did. It's going to get spicy. Oh, oh, oh. You it's going to get so? spicy. You think it's going to be more controversial than what we did last week with the NFC? Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. If you hear a little feedback, I do apologize. I'm trying to work out those issues, but hopefully it won't be too annoying. But I love you. And if it is, tell me, curse me out. Do what you have to do at Twitter on Idiot Ezra. And okay, before we get into the episode, I do want to give um, some sight about Vincent Jackson, who was found dead this past week in a Florida hotel. And, you know, we're, you know, we're not, I will say we're not spring chickens here. And we remember Vincent Jackson on the Chargers and Buccaneers. Beast wide receiver. Yes, six foot five. You know, I remember in our Madden days when we used to play each other in Madden. As a matter of fact, when I used to crush you in Madden, <laughs> when you got no championships over me. I do have a championship. I, I made it a priority to try to trade for or draft Vincent Jackson on my team because he used to be a beast in Madden. And he was a really good player in real life, too, obviously. With Absolutely. the Chargers and Buccaneers. He was really productive with the Chargers. Then he signed that big deal with the Puck, uh, Buccaneers. And he was productive over there. And gave him some respectability at the wide receiver position and professionalism. And it, I was surprising to hear that he was only 38 years old when I read this report. Right. You feel like he retired early. Yeah, he retired like... It said he, he, he gave up on the game. He officially retired in 2018. But I think the last time he played was 2016. And that's five years ago. And I'm like, he was in the league for 12 years, too. And I, I thought he would have been much older, but 38, very young man. You know, we're near that age. Matter of fact, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 38. You're yeah. 38. So it's and the reports are he was found alone. And a couple days before they found his body, his family reported him missing. And the officers found him at the hotel. And I guess they did a wellness check and they were fine and let him be. But that doesn't sound good. When you leave your family, you go alone to a hotel by yourself, and then you're found dead. You know, there hasn't been any, you know, how can I autopsy yet and determine his death, mm -hmm. but it, you know, is leaning towards in one direction, and it seems like suicide. You know, that's just my say. That's just, a, just, just me guessing here. It's just I'm feeding it off of the, you know, the reports. Found alone by yourself, and... Yeah, young man in top physical condition. It might be linked in the future. We'll probably find out. VCTE. You know, I I don't know. I just it's just a sad situation to a really good player and a really good person by all you know reports and accounts. And you know, it, it just sucks. But you know, growing up with a player that you used to see and and draft and 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 play with and Madden, you know, has passed on. So it just sucks to to hear about that. And and slightly better news. Um, was it Brett Reed? You know, he was involved in a car accident, Andy Reed's son. And obviously there was a five-year-old that went into a coma. But this week has been reported that she has awoken from her coma. So, you know, Ariel is, a, you know, is awake. Hopefully it's, a, hopefully it's a full recovery. Wishes to her and her family. Of course. It's, just, it's a crazy and sad situation, especially for her. And um, I know it hits home for us because... You have a young daughter at home. That's my goddaughter, and it's just—it's unfortunate that she, she has to live with through this already in a young life. 
because of, you know what, I, mean, I'm, I don't want to super vilify Brit here because have I been stupid enough to drive with a couple drinks inside me? Yes, I have. Okay. Now, does he deserve to be in prison? Does he deserve the, the backlash, everything, and the team let him go? He deserves all that. You make a mistake by tapping a couple of drinks and getting behind the wheel. And when something something like this happens, you have to deal with the consequence. That is, you know, there's really not much remorse you deserve for pulling a situation like this. I, I mean, for me, it's even it's even worse. Like for for me and you to jump in the car with a f- couple of drinks and us, that's one thing. But for somebody who has the resources available to him that he did. Who could just pretty much order a limousine? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> like, well, I hear what you're the financial aspects me, of it and taking me home. Uber. I, I, I don't want a lesson about me and you do. Me and you have access to Uber. You know what I mean? We have things in that nature. Mm. Anyone that decides to drink and drive, mm. you know, we're making a fucking mistake. And it's not about our own lives. It's about other people's lives. And in this case, a five year old Ariel's life, and it's just been affected. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't go long term. Hopefully this is a full recovery and that she's so young she doesn't remember this. I don't know. I don't remember it. Shit, I don't remember when I, <laughs> shit happened at 13 years old. So I know people can have very young memories and I hope that's not the case for her. And I hope it's a full recovery. And I hope the Reed family gets some help that they need because obviously he's not the only son that has dealt with alcohol and drug issues in the Reed family. So I do wish them a recovery, but he needs to pay the price. The team, remember I said that he should have been fired from the team because if it was a player that had been let go the next day, they let his contract run out, I guess, because it was a couple days, you know, after the season. And then I guess they're not going to, you know, resign him to the team, which is the right move. But allegedly he was, you know, drunk and stuff like that. Now he has to deal with the law and the consequence of that. So I just wanted to shed some light on that. Oh, what I was wondering if, this was the main reason why a certain company that that serves alcoholic beverages that sells al- alcoholic beverages didn't advertise during the Super Bowl. No, I think what wasn't it a Budweiser they announced, but they did have, they did have commercials during the Super Bowl. They eventually did, yeah. So I guess they were just they made a late comeback. I don't know uh-huh. what they were trying to do. I don't know if it was false reporting, but I remember seeing like Bud Light and Bud- Budweiser. They had like a. Like all Bud Light legends come back in this commercial. Like it was Bud Light night. Cedric the Entertainer okay. and all that come up and try to save Bud Light. I don't know, some shit like that. The, the commercial was kind of corny, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember any special commercials this year. I don't I don't know. Top of my head, I don't remember any Super Bowl. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the Super Bowl. Let's get with the intro and let's talk about Mary Fuck Kill, AFC quarterback edition right after this, baby. Yes. And Greg, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot about the intro was finishing. Good thing there's a timer in my, you know, my uh, ears. They're not that big. They just pop out. Heard the sounds. <laughs> That's funny to you? The satellites? <laughs> the satellites? They're like two car doors. They're open, okay? They're not big. 
they just pop out. There's and a big they, difference. And they it, work it, extremely well. Not really. Yeah, because I always hear, I, I can't hear anything, and you would think I'm the best listener in the world, but that's, uh, sadly, is false advertisement. But if you pit in my ears back, you're not going to notice anything. I have, I have normal size ears, okay? They just pop out. That's it. Why is everybody looking at me in this house, okay? Because <laughs> you have suicide doors on the side of your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last week we were talking about the NFC, Mary fuck, kill. Let's get into the AFC. And Greg believes this is going to be controversial, right? You think this is going to be... Spicy. You're going to think it's going to be spicy. All right, so uh, well, well, let's find out here. Now, let's start off with the AFC East, where my favorite team is in. Let's go. We go to from division, best record down, each division. I think this is a pretty easy one, right? Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, marry, fuck, kill. Mary. Mary. You know, the man was an MVP candidate. He has progressed every single season. He went from, what, 59? He went from, like, 56% completion rate last year to this year almost damn near 70. And he's a leader. And, you know, they don't even run the ball like that out there. No, I'm I'm not really sold on Devin Singletary like everybody is. Well, he's not. I, I don't think they are either. That's mm. why they they drafted Zach Moss. I'm just saying they try to run the ball, but they're not very effective. They really rely on Josh Allen to be the mm. offense of that team, and he really was this year. And he he he, he fit the bill. Yeah, he, did. he lived up to the expectations. He asked him to do it, and he did, and he performed. Like I said, he was probably a top. I don't know what the final MVP standings were, but he should have been a top five MVP candidate this year. He was that good. I remember last year when I was tweeting, because, you know, I got to toot my own horn here a little bit, um, that he was ahead of Sam Darnold. And a few people came at me like, nah, I still prefer Sam Darnold. I was like, this kid looks like he's on his way. Did I expect him to be an MVP candidate this year? No, I did not. But I did see the progression and the trajectory. And this guy might be a star for a long, long time. You know what I mean? So it reminds me of when Cam, like when Cam is in the five-yard line, you know he's almost unstoppable in a sense that he can run the ball and create things in that, within that five-yard line. That's what Josh Allen is. To me, he's, he's a newer version of Cam Newton. Okay, this is young Cam Newton. And so, so far, it seems like we're better passing. So far, with well, the way he's progressing. With a receiver. Well, yeah, he's got better wide. Well, maybe didn't young Cam have like a uh, Steve Smith? Yeah, Steven, Steve, Steve Smith. Smith at the end but I'm just saying, I know throughout his career, he didn't have the most passing weapons, yeah. but he did have running backs through most of his career. Cam, yep. But either way, Mary, Mary, this is an easy one for us. Now, this one, I'm going to include a second quarterback here. We're going to go with the second place, Miami Dolphins. We got Tua, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Mary, fuck, kill. And if you don't know, for some reason, I didn't explain this before because I'm stupid. Mary, obviously, this is a quarterback you believe in and you want to go stay with long term. Fuck, mean, yeah, you know what? Maybe he's a stopgap. You play around with him. He's going to stay on the team. But, you know, maybe yeah, you're not 100% sure about them, but you still want them by your side. Kill, meaning you got to trade him immediately or cut him. They're no good. So that's my rules for this. Mm-hmm. Mary, fuck, kill. Tua. Ryan Fitzpatrick, what do you say here? Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm definitely, I'm fucking Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua. Tua, I'm fucking with him too. So no marry here. Not the no young ma- quarterback. No marry. I'm not, not asking the, him for an early extension. None, not, of that. none of that. <laughs> none of that. Uh, it seemed like the Dolphins, they should have fucked with, with Ryan Fitzpatrick a lot more 
last season. Remember we were talking about during the middle of the season, like, yeah, yeah you guys are, you know, on a roll here. You, you, you got a little winning percentage. Ryan Fitzpatrick's got a, you know, chemistry with his team. Like, what's going on? And I think that bit him in the ass towards the end of the year. Ryan Fitzpatrick should have been the starter. Yeah, they should have let him. That offense obviously didn't gel and wasn't at, as the same with Tua behind, you know, behind center. Now, I am not coming at Tua too much. I know a lot of people expect fast results in today's NFL because you see the Justin Herberts, the Joe Burrows. You see a lot of these quarterbacks have very quick success. That's not every quarterback, though. It's just not the same. And Tua, I thought he, you know, obviously came back from a what? A devastating, devastating injury before yeah. he got to the Dolphins. I just thought he should have sat this year, especially the way the team was rocking. If you have a, a top five pick invested, why not? You know, I, I don't, I don't see the rush. I don't see the rush. The only, the only defense that I have for for starting Tua is that I want to see a ceiling. I want to see a ceiling, but that you could have even even then you could have waited towards the end of the year. Ceiling, okay, you saw it. What's the ceiling? That now now the question is I, the reason why they probably it's started still, him mm-hmm. is because they knew the Texans pick was going to be a high pick. So now you put yourself in this dilemma in a sense. You know what? To it now they have to evaluate to it in a sense. What do we do with that third pick now in the draft this year? Do we say give me Justin Fields? Do I, do I take a Zach Wilson? Do I take another quarterback because of what I've seen from Tua? Mm-hmm. That's the issue you have to deal with now. Well, we know that his after watching him start, we know that he's not a Justin Herbert. He's not one of these guys that's going to come out and have great success at an early stage in his career. So he's a work in progress. We still don't know where where he might end up. He might be, be he might it might end up that he's better than all of them. Yeah, but you still don't know. This is a little question mark. But I'm just saying that it's a, it's a big question mark when it comes towards the draft. Now that's the problem yeah. here. And here's here's another thing too. And if may- I can if I could package him and that draft pick for for Watson, he's gone. Yo, oh yeah, that's that's something different. Um, obviously he'll be gone in an instant, and I imagine the Dolphins would make that type of. Uh, trade, but if you're the Houston Texans, how much value does Tua hold to you? You're probably like, nah, not as much. Nah, it's not. It's, it's not, not as it's much. Not, no, you're gonna need and, a lot more. And, and then again, you might go, do I rather have Sam Darnold and the second pick? So yeah, you know, there's just a it's just a different dynamic there. They have to really deal with. And now you're asking the fans to talk about this, right? Like if you didn't start Tua at all, and you have this third pick, you're probably thinking we're not picking a quarterback. Now that you started Tua and he didn't have the, you know, rising success as the other quarterbacks, now fans are like, I don't know about Tua. Mm, you know what? Yeah, Give me another quarterback. There's now, now there's doubt and now there's talk. Get me another quarterback. Get me another quarterback. And you know what? A lot of people talk about front office don't listen to fans. Some of these front offices do. And they hear the chatter and it affects sales. Except, you know, except, uh, it affects a lot of different – it affects the bottom line. Anyway, to answer the question, I'm going to go with the same – Fuck uh, Tua and Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I thought Fans Fitzpatrick should have been the should have been the starter last year towards the end of the year. And the reason I, I don't say they should have married Tua in the sense, let's just let's just bench him for the whole year and we give no doubts to our fans who our quarterback the future is. We just sat him because our team was rolling. That's it. I don't think fans would be mad at that. 
mm-hmm. your team's rolling, your team's got a good offense right now, why start the rookie quarterback? Yep. And you dropped his trade value by doing this too, as well, by starting him this that year. Yeah. Yeah, dropped in a sense. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Now the Patriots, they really have a quarterback issue. So Cam Newton, Barry Fuck Hill, what do you think they should go forward? I'm still a believer in Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. So but I'm at his age and with the injuries that he sustained, you can't marry him. So I would fuck with, with Cam Newton. Like he's my starter this year. I'm paying him this year. So you're fucking with Cam Newton. Cam Newton and I'm drafting a wide receiver. Okay. Now, I would love for Cam to do this, but I don't think he has options to do this, especially yeah, obviously he had a fight to get a job last year. He had to really wait to get a job last year. This year, it's probably going to be even worse because how the numbers look. But if you're Cam, you probably want to kill the Patriots. I don't want to play for this team. You got no fucking weapons. You know, I, I, I wasn't helped last year, but this might be his only option. But obviously, we're talking about the team side. Also, I want to say that for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Maybe for Ryan Fitzpatrick, say, fuck you guys. You guys played me last year. You know, fuck you too, Dolphins. But if I'm Cam, I mean, if I'm the Patriots, I'm also killing Cam Newton. It just didn't work in the sense that your fan base don't believe in Cam Newton. The offense didn't. Obviously, you know, he needs a, he needs a team around him at this point to, to succeed. Any quarterback probably needs a much better weapon set. The only way a quarterback comes in there and carries this team a little bit, it has to be the echelon of... Deshaun Watson. There has to be the, the Russell Wilsons of the world. And you guess what? They're not fucking getting that. They don't have the assets to get a Deshaun Watson or a Russell Wilson at this point. So I think they're gonna have to draft someone. And I don't and I think they just have to just rebuild, right? Go forward. They have I know they got some money this year, they got sixty million, but like I was throwing, talking to you off camera, there's some names that um I think he might potentially go with instead of Cam. Jimmy G, if he becomes available. Bursette, because uh, I think he's a free agent. I will go for Jameis Winston. I will try to just go younger with this team. And, uh, yeah, it just didn't work. Five touchdowns. Maybe Josh McDaniels doesn't, and Cam don't have the same philosophy. Maybe he doesn't have this right game plan for Cam either. Mm. It could be that too. But I, I think most likely is the weapons. You know, just yeah. O'Neal Harry, that's your that's your number one. Jacoby Myers. That's what you yeah. throw to Jacoby Myers. What a, isn't that like a law firm? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, see, I remember that commercial. Cole Myers. So, but yeah, I would kill Cam. Um, this just sounds inappropriate. I would just kill Cam. And people think I'm a Cam hater anyway, but I'm not. I'm not a Cam hater. Just, you know, I just thought, yeah, guys was getting on my boy, Ryan Tannehill. But whatever, that's not the point here. <laughs> now, this is a hot button issue throughout New York and in NFL. What the Jets should do with Sam Darnold. Marry, fuck, kill Sam Darnold. Kill. Kill. That's it? I mean, I'd kill and I would draft. Me personally, I'd draft Justin Fields. I wouldn't even trade for Deshaun Watson at all because it's going to – what could you possibly – after the Matthew Stafford deal, what could you possibly offer them that they would look as as reasonable? So why would you kill off Sam Darnold? Well – I'd trade him number one for the Pittsburgh to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Or he, I hear that teams want him. Like I think there's some interest in San Francisco. I I would see if there's a potential for a first or a second round pick there. Well, the um, 
I've always had doubts that he'll get that high much of a value. Mm-hmm. And to me, it depends on the situation, okay, mm. when it comes to Sam Darnold. If the right package is there, if someone's offering a first and a second, I'm trading him. How about just a second? Just a second? And I would probably trade him. Mm. Now, anything lower than that, I'm fucking with him in the sense that I will keep Sam Darnold and I'm still drafting a quarterback. I'm still drafting a quarterback. I'm still bringing in competition. The man has been in the league for three years, and the third year has been his worst year, it seems like. It's just, obviously, I'm not putting it all on him. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a cam situation. He ain't got the weapons. He damn sure didn't have the coaching. He didn't have the support from the organization. I understand that's not his fault. But if you're a great quarterback, if you're a great quarterback, like Deshaun Watson is, yeah. you show the flashes. You carry a team. I know Deshaun Watson had three, four wins, but he was in games. He was in every single game. You are afraid of him. He was making guys, you know, yeah, people were game when Will Fuller went down, Cook's production went up, Kiki's production went up. Nothing happens with Sam Darnold so far these three years. Have you asked me? I have lost a lot of faith in Sam Darnold. And that doesn't mean I'm ready to give up on him. But I'm damn sure not sticking with him going forward. You bring in competition. Yeah. It pissed me off when they traded Teddy Bridgewater several years ago. Yeah. I remember I said that. I said, how the fuck do you trade this guy? And he hasn't even played yet. I don't give a fuck if we got a third rounder for him. Last time I checked, quarterback is the most valuable position probably in sports. So it doesn't really matter. You haven't found a guy in 50 fucking years. I would draft. I would keep saying this every episode. I would draft a fucking quarterback on the Jets every single fucking year. I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I give a fuck about 50 years, a straight ass <laughs> at the quarterback position. Okay, I know we had some nice little guys here and there. Fuck that. We had to have a franchise guy in 50 fucking years. Sam, you had three years to show something. I know it's not all your fault. You deserve, he deserves. He deserves a hug. Mm-hmm. I would hug him. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. But I would draft a, uh, a person. I'm definitely not marry. Some, a lot of people are saying, no, marry him. Draft a, draft a wide receiver. What? Nah. Fuck out. No, no. No, especially when it's, this wide receiver co- class looks deep as hell to me. It, it looks deep as hell. They, just talking about some superstars with Smith at the second pick, but... That's I'm, that's great I'm, and all. Uh, I need a we need a quarterback. We need a need franchise a guy we can rely on. You need players too. You need a running back. You need a running back. You need a. Oh, were you sure? I, I, I thought Frank. Gore, I thought Frank Gore's two hundred touch <laughs> two hundred plus touches last year was enough. You sure? <laughs> but whatever. We, the point is, Sam. That's that's the way I'm doing it. I Sam has that. I would draft a quarterback. I'm not married to Sam. I am not draft at anything. Besides a quarterback with that second pick, I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm just saying, and I'm a Jets fan. Okay, I think the next team is an easy one to talk about instantly. Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Mary Fuck Hill. <laughs> what you want, baby? <laughs> Foot massage. <laughs> this is the, I guess, the, the Oprah Oh, <laughs> you marry Oprah over and over and over oh, again. This is the Oprah of the day. NFL right here, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not much to talk about. It's just he is the 
the reigning king at quarterback right yeah. now, right? Yeah, and I I went back and I looked at like some of the highlights from the Super Bowl. I'm like, yo, Travis really should have caught that pass. <laughs> <laughs> now I got no, pro- I don't call Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback in the NFL, but I'm not arguing with anyone that calls him the best quarterback in the NFL. But the, what makes him special is his age, what he's accomplished, and what he's delivered so far. So, yes, he is the crown jewel of the whole NFL. So this is an easy one. That 10-year, quote-unquote, $500 million contract is a bargain. Patrick Mahomes, you easily marry. And whatever you... <laughs> whatever happens after that. That's it. Yeah, you know that's it. That's an easy one. Yeah. Easy one. Now, this one, I think this is another controversial one, right? Raiders. You got... Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota, marry, fuck, kill for the Raiders. There's been a lot of reporting, right? That uh, yeah. John Gruden's willing to. Yeah, well, I, I don't think John Gruden likes either one of these quarterbacks. But for me, I would, I would fuck both of them. Well, I would um kill Mar- Mariota and um, I'd fuck with Derek Carr actually. I think. Because of the contract situation, I think you have to kill off Derek Carr. If you, yeah, if you, I, I understand is it's it, not. What is it? He's, he's like, he's getting paid reasonably. It's nothing crazy. He's got like 20, 22 million or something like that. Okay. But in the sense that it doesn't seem like the reports are you don't have the utter confidence in him. I think you might as well trade him after he had a nice season. You went eight and eight. They fell apart at towards the end of the season again. Remember, they were like we were talking about one of the teams making the playoffs, and they just fell apart. Uh, now that's not on Derek Carr, but you're the quarterback, so you get most of the blame. I would I would kill off Derek Carr, and I would fuck with Marcus Mariota. That doesn't mean you're not drafting a guy, you're not signing someone else. It's like to me, it's somewhat like the Jet situation. You're bringing in somebody else, but Derek Carr has got to go in a sense. You'll probably get some value for him if you trade him. Like Derek Carr on, let's say, the Bears. Derek Carr on the 49ers. Isn't that a much better look for him? Both well, of those teams, was yeah. it, and wasn't it? Isn't it a better look for those teams? Wouldn't you say, you know what, this is an upgrade over Jimmy G. This is an upgrade over uh, Mitch or fucking Nick Foles or the Colts. Maybe they, they need a quarterback. So I think Derek Carr and the Raiders have some options here going forward. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with get rid of Derek Carr. And, you know, that's it. I think uh, this next one is pretty easy, even though they're 7-9. They were third in the division. The same, I mean, the Los Angeles Chargers, which have no fan base. Um, <laughs> Justin Herbert, Mary Fuck Hill. Mary. Rookie of the year quarterback mm-hmm. i think he broke the record for most touchdowns for a rookie quarterback oh he did i think he did i'm not you know mm-hmm. don't quote me on that because i don't know shit and i don't do research so i'm lazy um but yeah you know he was a stud this year absolute stud the sixth pick a lot of people were like oh he should have went this team should have drafted that shit he was everybody everybody every first should have been the first pick <laughs> well joe burrow he was really good too oh, yeah, joe burrow Joe Burrow was really good. But I'm just saying now people are just jumping on that Justin Herbert bandwagon like, nah, he should have been the second pick. He's younger younger than Joe Burrow, right? Yeah, he is. So I I don't know. You don't know. You don't know. (laughs) But pretty easy. It just sucks. (laughs) And they ended the season on a four-game winning streak. So, you know, Chargers and Justin Herbert should be fine going forward. And that's the easy one, Mary. Now, your team, you got your Broncos, you know, hat on right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
your boy Big Dick Drew Lock, right? That's what you call him? That's, I could check the text messages, right? <laughs> huge uh, cock lock. Huge cock lock, yes. Uh, Marriage fuck kill. Uh, fuck. Fuck. Rookie deal. Rookie deal. I mean. Two he, year. Well, he's been a well, year and a half starter. Year and a half starter. Not a huge sample size. And I don't know if the offensive coordinator thought this was Tom Brady or something. I don't know why on every second down he has to throw it 40 yards down the field. I mean, obviously. Okay, okay. So besides drafting a person, is there any quarterbacks out there that you would sign? That would sign and start over Drew Locke? Yeah. Uh, Free agent, like who, who do, who's? Who in free agent? Um, I mean, I said Johnson Winston, uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett. No. Ryan Fitzpatrick. No. No. I would stick with him and let him tough it out. Let him tough it out. I'm drafting a quarterback, but not in the first round. Not in the first round. Don't you no. say you like Matt Jones or something? I do like Matt Jones. I don't feel like he's going to even be there, to be honest with you. I don't. I think we're picking 13. Okay, if he's at number 13. If he falls down to thirteen, I'll draft him. Okay, so I'll you, draft so you just lied. You just lied your ass off. No, I don't believe he's going to be there. But, okay, okay. But, but I wouldn't. And it depends too, because there's there's somebody else, like there's a Patrick Sertain Jr. is in this. Like I might I might take a cornerback over him. Either way, they need to bring. I think it's obvious they need to bring in somebody else to the Broncos into the fold here. Yeah. I'm, it's still too early. I mean, like what? What Daniel Jones had like three years to to show something. Show something, you know. Sam Darnold had like three. Matter of fact, I think no. I think years? this is. I think Daniel Jones only has only been well, in the league well, for two years. Two years. Two years. Yeah, so. it's still is. And he, Drew Lock hasn't started for. two and He's a good dancer years. too, so that gives him a little more, couple more weeks, right? Because <laughs> he loves to dance. He used to well, do the, the Dougie or some shit. See, we'll see how he looks when um, Courtney Sutton comes back and he has his full complement of. Offensive weapons. Yeah, he likes to throw it. Just that's. I was watching a few games. This guy just loves throwing it. Straight. He has a gun. He has an absolute fucking gun. Yeah, it's a beautiful arm. But you have to throw to the right team. Yeah, like yeah. James Winston. <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous arm. Throw well, it to the right team. Well, I don't. I don't think he's that turnover prone. It's just he doesn't look at the. Whole, he only looks down the field. He doesn't look at the whole field. I see people underneath, wide open, and he's just yeah. slinging it. 30, 40 yards down the field. I, like, I would love, like, I don't like when people mess with quarterbacks too much. Mm-hmm. But rookie quarterbacks, if the, if he makes a silly silly mistake, I would love to see the coach. I would love to see Vic, like, get in his face like, hey, what the hell are you doing? What are you looking at? What did you see right there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I saw him down the field. Yeah, I know. That's what you keep looking at. <laughs> You're throwing some Chuck Knobloks right now. What are you doing? So, yeah, we going with, we both fucking with, Big cock lock. All right. Um, AFC North leader, Pittsburgh Steelers, Big Ben. Marry, fuck, kill. They've been married to this man for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, up there in age, I thought they did. They asked way too much of him this yeah. past year. They had a non-existent you know, running game the last, I don't know, damn near 10 weeks of the season. And it just faltered. It just it just went downhill. They started what eleven and oh right, and yeah. then and well then, their defense that was a big part of it too. I know it was a big part, but then now you just they made the field that much longer for. So him they went one and six the last five. I mean one and five the last six games. That and they they had the the weakest running attack in the league. Yeah, like I said, it got real bad towards the end. Yeah, 
But going forward, we're talking about quarterbacks. Big Ben, marry, fuck, kill. I'm marrying. I'm marrying Big Ben. I believe Big Ben is a winner, obviously. 11 games, winning 11 games in a row <laughs> and by any quarterback is still is enough for me to be, put a ring on your finger. He did not look good at the end. There were some times he did not look good. No, well, uh, But I'm still, I'm not going to fuck. I'm not going to kill. You know, you know what? The one thing about Ben, there are times, even when he's winning, where he just does not look good at all. Like he doesn't throw, he doesn't, he doesn't make the right reads or he'll just throw a ball that you just wish he would throw to the ground or something. He'll make some mistakes. But I think, I think the defense and his, one of his tackles um, getting injured was a bit, played a big part in it. Yeah. He had a ton of injuries on defensive side of the ball, but I'm just talking about him specifically concentrate and his wide receivers i think had the most drops in the nfl but the thing is johnson it's just you're asking him to throw the ball it felt like 40 to 50 times a week Mm -hmm. like listen my man's 40 years old okay yeah let's slow it down here a little bit you gotta get him some help i thought a few times and i'm talking about big ben philip rivers tom brady etc you know you're relying way too much on these guys sometimes at this age, and Drew Brees, uh, at sometimes at this point, and I think the Steelers were the worst ones at this. They really the offense was Big Ben. That's what it was. So if he wasn't on point, this offense wasn't on point, and it just kicked them in the ass towards mm. the end. I'll fuck with I'll fuck with him, and obviously that means I'll bring in a guy that if he does falter and he does doesn't have it anymore, can come in and start. Maybe a Sam Darnold. Would you trade? You're going to trade for Sam Darnold, though? Well, you have no other choice but to trade for Sam Darnold. What, what, what are you giving up for Sam Darnold? I don't... Listen, if if you believe in Sam Darnold, you still believe he's a talent, let's say you give up a second rounder and he is your future going forward after Big Ben. Big Ben is not going to be there for another... You know, he's not... I highly doubt he's going to be there for another... He don't have the T, TB12 plan mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think I think he almost retired this off season, and you know you heard the reports. Big Ben is probably not the biggest, you know, uh, advocate for uh, uh, how can I say body empowerment <laughs> and uh, you know yeah, yeah. taking care of yourself. Yeah. So you need somebody going forward anyway. Even if you want to go two three years down the line, he wants to play. You still need someone down going forward. Do this you believe is, Madison being that guy? No, but they're so close. It's so hard. Mason. That's Mason is a Mason. Mason. I don't know. The fuck Ma- Rudolph Mason. Mason. Yeah. Yeah. They're so close to me because I had them going to the Super Bowl before yeah. the injuries injuries to um, Devin Bush and uh, TJ. Um, they have a. They, it wouldn't be surprising to me. And Dupree. Super they have the. They're contender. So a second round pick this year for a, another quarterback to bring up to back up Ben. I, that's too much for me. Like and that doesn't bother. Listen. When I, if you have Super Bowl contention, okay, Big Ben goes down, is a Super Bowl contention? That's uh, over. Season's over. But you have other options because the second round, like Fitzpatrick, you could bring in Fitzpatrick. But you're not bringing in a second rounder to it's. He's a big insurance plan. Sam Darnold, that's a big insurance plan. Mm. That's a guy you probably believe in to start, and he has weapons around there. Obviously, they need to work out their running situation. But the point is here, that's your insurance plan for your Super Bowl consistency because Ben Ben hasn't been the most healthy guy either the last couple of years, and it just didn't look good. I think you need to have 
a big insurance plan in place. It doesn't. I'm not saying it has to be Sam Darnold. I'm saying is you got to bring in somebody else. Also, um, isn't there um center retiring? Yeah, uh, no, Pouncey. Pouncey is retiring. Right. So so now you, that's another. You need a running back and you need a center. And they're over the cap. I know. They listen. I know there's some issues with the Steelers, mm-hmm. and I get what you're saying. You know, but I'm just saying if you want to keep that Super Bowl aspirations going you need to have a big insurance plan i'm not saying it has to be sam but i would i would understand if they traded for a guy they believe in that can be that future quarterback too i feel like they got stubborn at the end of the year too like claypool's the number one wide receiver over there like they need to deontay johnson phenomenal player but clay claypool rises this man's qbr every time he jumps on the field it's just funny how you say that because he's on your dynasty team, well yeah obviously okay. he's on that it would be beneficial for me like of just course. saying it's just funny i'm just saying but that's not the reason at all right mike Tomlin. But that's Don't not the reason he you should listen to me but he's gonna get elevated because i doubt they're gonna resign juju you can't you can't resign juju they don't you have can't. the you know it's gonna be have, tough. like yeah what is he juju gonna get this like 14 a year maybe yeah, he's probably going to command sixteen million or something like that. But he's going to make he's going to make a nar- large number at the wide receiver position, which yeah. they're stacked at. And got yeah. still got James Washington and um, I forget the they have John- they have Washington Johnson and they have uh, your boy Claypool. Claypool. So you know, and, and there's another receiver I'm probably leaving out. In the so they, they're fine. And for some reason, the Steelers know how to find wide receivers. Yeah. all the time. So you know, I, I don't expect him to be back there. Um. But yeah, I'm going with fuck, and you said marry still with Big Ben. I, I'm, I'm, ooh. I love Big Ben. I love Big Ben, but I'm not. I'm it, not paying him forty mil this year, obviously. And he he's even said that you he's willing to take the pay cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, if he wants a chance at the ring, he needs to you know, do yeah. that to help him out and yeah. everything. Um, this one, if you said in the middle of the season, the next team. So I want to hear what you you got to say you right now. Know. Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, marry, fuck, kill the former MVP. Now you know this is where it's getting spicy, okay. really spicy. Um, I'm killing Lamar Jackson. What do you mean you're killing Lamar Jackson? I'm killing Lamar Jackson. You're trading Lamar Jackson. I'm trading Lamar Jackson. Trading Lamar. Okay, Jackson. I want to hear this. How? I, well, for what? For, first of all, obviously number one is Houston. Okay. I'm going to talk to Cal and see, see what he wants. Like, how much more do you want other than L- Lamar Jackson for Deshaun Watson, the former MVP, and just just overcame his playoff drought? Okay, okay, all right, all right. I get it. I would I would consider Deshaun Watson better than Lamar Jackson. Got no problem with that. It's just the Ravens don't have a lot of cap room. So you're sacrificing other parts of your team to probably fit in Deshaun Watson onto this roster. Now, my, forget about all that. Okay, because most likely, most people would still do that. I'm just saying most, maybe. Matter of fact, you know, I, I won't say 50-50. I don't want to say most now. I don't I'm know about that. More, uh, I'd probably say more than 50. But my question is, let's say you can't Deshaun Watson. Are you still killing off Lamar Jackson? If I can't get Deshaun Watson? If you can't get Deshaun Watson. Which I got no problem with this. Tra- if you're trading for Deshaun Watson with Lamar Jackson, I am, you know, I'm on board with that. No, Defen- I'd, I'd take a flyer. I'd, I'd talk to the Jaguars. 
What for Trevor Lawrence? I would talk to them. I don't. I doubt the uh, the Jaguars would do that. They but wouldn't do it, but I would. I would. You put would. It on the table. I'm just wondering if you just want Lamar. My point is, I just want to know if you want Lamar Jackson off the team. No, no. But we're going for a Super Bowl here, right? Uh-huh. We're not going for beating a team in the beating the Titans or 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 whoever the Bills in the playoffs and being satisfied. We're going for the Super Bowl. Deshaun Watson's on the table. I'm definitely, and I would make it public as well. Okay. I would leak it. I listen, Lamar Jackson. We want Deshaun. Baltimore Ravens want Deshaun Watson. Um, I don't think I'm gonna be controversial like you. I'm marrying Lamar Jackson, and if you really think about it, I don't think the Ravens have that many weapons. I, I don't. I don't see. I'm talking about when it comes to wide receivers and stuff like that. Andrews is obviously a very good tight end. He has good chemistry with or Andrews, but you know Hollywood Brown. He's got he's got Boinkins or whatever the fuck. I just got these small wide receivers they out there. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't agree with like their off season this year, like getting like um um just putting Mark Ingram to the side and then not drafting no, a I'm big fine wide with receiver. That. I'm fine with the Mark Ingram. Put him to the side. Well, I know you are for other reasons as J.K. well. J.K. Dobbins is going to be amazing next year. Watching <laughs> 1,400 yards next year. Don't worry about but, it. Um, <laughs> but but not getting a big they're, – they're huge. They're beautiful. There are things to be had in the draft this year. Wide receivers to be had in the draft. And, not, and you didn't have to draft them in the first round. It seems like Lamar Jackson likes big targets. Get this man a big wide receiver, a big target with some speed or something like that. Yeah, look at Justin Jefferson now. Imagine him on on the Ravens. Imagine now, they had picked yeah, him. I don't up. even need. I think a Michael Pittman Jr. would have been very nice on the Ravens. Yeah. Something like that would have been very nice if uh, uh, if you can get a Mike Williams type player like the Chargers onto the Ravens would be nice. I'm not saying to trade for Mike Williams because that's not going to happen, mm-hmm. but. I'm saying Tyler get, Johnson. get him a big target. I don't think I don't think the Ravens are going to spend big money on a guy like Robinson or uh, Kelly. Uh, I mean uh, Galladay or uh, or uh, Chris Godwin. I don't think they're going to spend big money like that. They're going to have to draft a big target over there. And I'm sticking to the former MVP. Like I said, I thought they were holding him back during the season last year. Towards the end, I felt like they unleashed him, and he's just you know. He's obviously you know what he does with his legs, how he impacts the game, and when he gets going with his legs, that really opens up his passing lanes for him, and that's when he gets. That's, he started rocking the ball out more towards the end and started, you know, feeling himself. So I think that's what it is. I think the Ravens just need to unleash him from the beginning to the end and give him bigger targets. I, I still I'm gonna believe in Lamar Jackson. You know, obviously I think he does need to improve his passing game. A little bit more consistent, but help him out. Help him out. You you did it the first couple of years, and um, catering, you catered the game to him, the offense to him. How about cater the offense and roster to him? That's what that that's. What, I think that's the next to be the next evolution in his game and this team. So, oh, one question. So, would you trade if you're the Ravens? Would you trade for OBJ and for what? No, I'm not training for OBJ. For okay. what? He's if you're gonna pay sixteen million dollars, you might as well get Allen Robinson. And he's not a big target, OBJ. Mm-hmm. You know, I know he you know, he's OBJ, but he just came from another big injury. 
think about it. OBJ hasn't done shit in like three years. He hasn't been OBJ that people know about in like three, four years. OBJ, um, sorry. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I agree. Fuck out. I'm not training for him. Not saying he's a bad player. Obviously not. I'm not mm. saying that. I don't think he just fit. I don't think what I'm saying. I don't think he fits the mold of the Ravens, and I don't think that's the Ravens' philosophy. If you're gonna pay 16 million, you might as well go what? Allen Robinson on the Ravens would be amazing. I think that'd be the perfect fit. But they're not gonna give him that money. I don't see it happening. You know, hopefully he'll come so- when he comes to the Jets and um, <laughs> Wilson or Fields or Sam Donald's throwing to him. Then you'll see why the. The LeVar Jackson would have been nice with him. I like how you said that. Just glazed over that. Darnold or Fields. Yeah, that's it. I don't go fuck it. What is, let him be a franchise quarterback. All right, next team. Went 11 and 5, went to the playoffs. I think won a game in the playoffs, right? The Cleveland Browns. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh Baker spicy. Mayfield. Marry, fuck, kill. Well, damn, I feel like they married him already, to be honest with you. Um, you have to marry him. You have to. Young um, quarterback coming off a. Of off a, pro- a progressive season like that, playoff win, yeah. And you know what? You sound like a lot of reports I've been reading online and a lot of suggestions online. You know, at some point, I don't know if it was PFF or somebody was saying that Baker Mayfield was like one of the top three best quarterbacks in the NFL at some point during the season, which blew my blew my fucking mind. If I had my explosion sound effect i'll put it on right now but what the fuck did you just say top three what the like i'm reading i'm reading a lot of reports heading towards that direction i am not on that bandwagon (laughs) at all i know baker maker mayfield went 11 and 5 this is their best season in probably like 30 years and the coach who deserves who won coach of the year has put in a system you know what i think to mask and to keep Baker Mayfield safe. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to take everything away from Baker Mayfield because there were some points during the season when I watched Baker Mayfield, when he had to carry the offense and the running game wasn't there, he delivered some points during the season. And the other points of the season, I saw him absolutely collapse under that pressure. I am not sold on Baker Mayfield yet. Has he progressed? Has his team... I'm not taking away anything that happened this year. He deserves a lot of credit, and he deserves a lot of praise for bringing the team where they're at and his progression within this offense. But if the coach has to coach like that, has to have the best running game, the best running tandem in the NFL. With that defense. With that defense to your quarterback to be successful, guess what? That means you're going to have to pay Baker Mayfield big money going forward, and that's going to affect – this team, which have one of the best offensive line, best running back, you know, and a good defense, which has talent, and people going to want it to get paid over there too. Um, I'm going with fucking with Baker Mayfield. Now, I know that's not going to happen because I think you're correct. The Cleveland Browns have already married Baker Mayfield, and I think the public perception and the fan base is going to say, marry Baker Mayfield. The success of this year says, marry Baker Mayfield. The media says, marry Baker Mayfield. I'm not on it. Fuck out of here. I would have trade his ass for <laughs> trade. I would trade his ass for, for what? And not even it don't have to be a Deshaun Watson. It would be a player. I probably think would be. I th- listen. Listen. You gotta throw out a name. I, okay, who would I? That's gonna be tough. Okay, would I trade him for? Matt okay, Ryan. Uh, or okay, maybe I wouldn't trade him. Let me let me take a step back. Let me take let me retract here. Mm-hmm. I would bring in someone else to bring uh, for competition for Sam Darnold now. 
What name would be there? Would it be maybe a Marcus Mariota? Would it be a Jameis Winston? Would it be... I think it will have to be something of those echelons, obviously, who's willing to be a backup. Uh, or maybe a Jimmy G. Something along, along those lines. Are they an upgrade over Jim, uh, Baker Mayfield? I'm going to tell you no. I don't think they're an instant uh, uh, upgrade. So you're going to trade for them even though you don't think they're an upgrade? I know, I'm just saying I think you need to have insurance mm. once again. You know, if he starts to collapse again and you have a good roster, you need to put someone in there that can, you know, all right, scare him, saying this is not only your team. You got competition. You got competition here. Now, would I trade him and it would have been and if if I can give you a clear cut starter better than him, there's certain names obviously that's better than him. I'm just saying I'm not sold on him. I'm just not I'm not hundred percent sold on Baker Mayfield. I'm just saying a lot of dynamics. Why not draft a young quarterback and in a third or fourth like, round, yeah, yeah, yeah I would. If, if if it's the right grade, five, and you believe, six. If you believe in that person, yeah, of course. Mm. Um, I'm just saying is I know there's a lot of dynamics that says marry Baker Mayfield, and it's hard to come up with, you know, a capable trade partner that's clear cut. Like if you could get Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, obviously you do that, but I you know, I don't think they have the assets, and I don't think Houston likes any you know. I don't know what you're giving up from Cleveland to get Deshaun Watson. You're giving mm, up a I'm lot. I want Garrett. If I if I'm Texans, I want Garrett. They, but they you came, know who they the came Texans in afford, suck. They came in afford Garrett. He's just they're so over the cap and they're fucked in so many different ways. They, it's ridiculous. But the point is here. I just want to say I only fuck with Baker Mayfield. I know all the signs and everything. I'm not marrying him. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm just not. He's got to show. You're not signing him to a contract. You have, like I said, the dynamics make you sign him to a contract. Mm. You have no choice but to sign him to a contract, essentially. Now, next year, if if there's some people in the free agent market that, you know what? Okay, um, you know what? This I like this piece. I might change that because I don't think they they could resign him this year, right? Because this is third year. Yeah. Uh, this this they can. Ex- I think they can extend him. This year, upcoming up this year, but uh, I I don't know. I'm just not a believe. I'm just not a believer in him. I think I'll probably wait to year five to extend him, even though it would probably hurt the relationship and probably piss him off. And st- I, I, you might create a Dak Prescott situation, but I might push it there. Yeah. If it was me, I might push it there. I might create a Dak Prescott situation. I'm not. I'm not immediately signing him. I'm not doing it. He earned. He earned that. If you were to, he earned that with all the, the um, previous play. Like him just throwing ridiculous balls into the sky for the for the defense to pick up, like he it's such a like it's such a one eighty from where he was. Like that Steelers game was a huge for him, and it seemed yeah. like it built gave him so much confidence. But listen, I just think listen, there's a lot. I feel like there needs to be a lot to happen for him to have success, and that's my problem. Mm-hmm. That's my problem with Baker Mayfield. What do you do with OBJ? OBJ, uh, I, I'm guessing, I don't know what the cap, it all depends on the cap numbers. If it works out in a way that you can keep OBJ, well, I would keep him. You would keep him yeah, even why though not? you risk, like, possibly, do you think that that's a real thing, that that when OBJ's on the field, Baker Mayfield is worse? Nah, I don't believe that's true. I just think, it was, come on, it was, OG, OBJ got hurt in the beginning of the year. This was a new coaching staff, new style of offense and everything. I Nah, I don't believe in that. I think OBJ, the only reason I'm not getting it, if the cap numbers work correctly, mm. I'm keeping OBJ. 
Oh, yeah. Now, now, if you're losing another big part of your team, I'm cutting OBJ. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking about. OBJ, okay. I don't think, and he already said, I know my numbers are going to be not as good as it was with the, you know, was before with this team and the way the offense is constructed. I I, I want to give OBJ some slack here in the sense that the team was trying to learn from each other and the coaching staff and Baker Mayfield was progressing. And I, I, I think he only helps. I think he still only helps. So, yes, keep OBJ. Let's move on to the next team, the Cincinnati Bengals. I think this is a fairly easy one, right? Joe Burrow, overall number one pick, was playing great until – Unfortunately, had a season-ending surgery. I think this is ACL tour, right? I believe something like that. He had a big injury. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the, what, what the injury was, but obviously, it doesn't matter any injury that you can come back from. You're marrying Joe Burrow. You're marrying Joe Burrow, and I, you know, he had a really good, um, what can I say, uh, chemistry with T. Higgins. They they hit on some spots this year. Yep. The Cincinnati Bengals. And they were they were in a lot of games this year. They were competitive in a lot of games with Joe Burrow. So I would keep Joe Burrow. Yeah, I'm marrying him as of now. Because yeah, I, I think you marry most rookie quarterbacks, right? Especially they that show if they show, show some flash absolutely. at be, the beginning. You know. How about damn, I know this is cheating. I know this is cheating. I wish I could say I wish we could say I would make him a fiance. You know what I mean? I like I don't want to officially marry <laughs> him just yet, but he is a fiance. He's right there. Are you ready? You're asking. What is why is there a trade out there that you yeah, think, I'm just that saying you would, that you wouldn't Because marry means like you're confident, right? You're, yeah. you're this is gonna this relationship is gonna last. Mm. Okay, that's yeah, I don't wanna put I wanna give marriage its real um, you know, significance here. Mm. So means you know what, dude, we're gonna be in this for a long term, baby. And I think the Bengals feel like that. I'm just saying, it's just since he got this big injury, you're like, fuck, I don't know, I don't know a little nah, bit. Nah, the injury. I'm, I'm going with not... marriage anyway. I'm going with marriage. This, mm. I think this, like I said, this, I think it's a fairly easy one. But I wish I could just say fiance, but that's not how, that's not how it works here. Mm. Marry, fuck, kill. Yeah, take the whole cow with the milk. Man. Okay, now. We got what the AFC South winner, Tennessee Titans, Mary Fuck Hill, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> like I could never say anything but Mary to make you happy. <laughs> make me happy. <laughs> Are you make, giving me that look already? You like, like, you bet. You know you. No, no. I'm looking at you like you this. Know. Like I'm looking at you like this. Like, you know what you have to say because <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Okay. Ever since he became the starter of the Tennessee Titans. Okay, I think he's like number three or number four in total touchdowns at the quarterback position. Oh, did you hear number three or four total touchdowns? Mm. Or passing touchdowns, excuse me. Oh, my gosh. You know what's crazy about it? You you have to marry him. But (laughs) But here's the funny thing. Like, if Derrick Henry... Is his sister that I'm looking at? <laughs> Derrick Henry is like Derrick Henry to me is the MVP on that team. That's you could say that. I got no problem with that. Cool. All I know is I'm not losing Derrick Henry, and I'm keeping Mike Vrabel. I can marry. I can afford to marry Ryan Tanner. I got no problem with that. You saying that? All I want to say is, if you look at this, I remember I saw this article. 26 games before running Tannehill. 26 games. 
after Ryan Tannehill for Derrick Henry. His numbers have exploded mm. under Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. I think he had like 1,700 yards, 4.3 per carry before Ryan Tannehill. As soon as Ryan Tannehill gets there, his carries jump up to 5.2 per carry, and he had over 3,000 yards rushing. So it's a perfect marriage between those two in the sense that Derrick Henry has resurrected and the Titans has resurrected Ryan Tannehill's career. And Derrick Henry became a star under Ryan Tannehill, too. I'm not sure what his contract situation is Who? over there. Ryan Tannehill. Oh, he got stupid money. Got ridiculous. But I think last year he got like a like a hundred million four or five year deal. Okay. He got big money. He got he's like the at this point, maybe he's like the six six paid highest quarterback in the league now or something like that. I don't know. He got big money. He earned it. He I, earned it. Last I year it was a lot of questions like, no, last year was it was even me, even though I've been a Ryan Tannehill defender for a long mm. time. Even me was like, whoa, damn. What, mm. How many, 10 games and you giving him that com- that kind of money? Mm. But this year, I think he really earned like, yo, you know. Mm. And I still and I still think they were favorites going against the Ravens this year, if I'm, if I'm correct. Listen, I, I, their defense was horrific this year. They had no pass rush mm-hmm. at all. Clowney didn't do anything for them. That the defensive line, they need to upgrade the defensive line, that defense big time going forward. They were really bad out there. Okay, in the defensive side of the ball. Um, I, I think they're still going to be a force to be reckoned with this. You know, I, I, that's not a I, team yeah, you don't oh sleep yeah. on. You know, oh that's yeah. a team you don't sleep on. Going They'll to, be back go in the playoffs day. again this year, next year. Even though this AFC was tough this year. People had a fight to get into the playoffs this year. Hmm. Um, another division winner, but he is retired. So do we say anything about the Colts here? Mary Fuckhill, Jacoby Brissett. He's a, un, un, I guess that's the name we're going to have to pick here. Jacoby Bursett, Mary Fuck Hill. He's a free agent, though. What are, what, what are they um, picking at again? Is it the fifth pick? The, the Colts? Yeah, the Colts. No, they can't be that high. I don't even know if they have a first rounder this year. I don't think the Colts have a first rounder this year. Uh, Yeah. Let's see. Draft picks 2021. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, they have the 21st pick. The okay. 21st pick. Okay. Yes, they have the 21st so, pick. So they're not getting any um, you never know. top five rookie quarterbacks. No, no, they're not getting no damn top five and stuff. All right, so, I mean, you have to you have to fuck with Jacoby Brissett. Like, assign him. Give him pay him. Because you have no other options, and that team is too good to let him. Does he, feel, does he feel slighted, though? Does Jacoby say, you know what? You guys fucked with me the last two years. Even though yeah. you guys paid me, you guys. They pay- paid him. He doesn't. I, I don't think so. I don't think so because you pay you paid him and like he represented himself so he got the exact number he was looking he wanted, for him. you know so so I I don't think so I think you 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 um take Jacoby Brissett and you see what you got this year and see if you can make the playoffs see what, what progression your team makes um maybe uh, Jacoby Brissett would hate me if I'm on the Colts I would um I would fuck with him yes I would fuck with him but I'm definitely bringing in somebody. But I think they're trying to maybe actively trade for maybe a Carson Wentz, um, who else? Maybe a Derek Carr or something like that. Those two names I'd rather have than Jacoby Brissett, even though they're going to come at a higher cost. Yeah, um, I'd spe- agree with that too. But um, if I, I would explore those options, 
and then I will fuck with Jacoby Brissett. But as of right now, okay, as of right now, I'm killing him. But after exploring my options, I will fuck with him again. So that think that's what it is. Yeah, I think they're go- I think they're on Tinder, and they're looking around right now. Mm-hmm. That's what the Colts are. They're on Tinder right now. Yeah, they're looking for something. They're looking for something. So, and I think we see some options on on Tinder that we will swipe. Is it right, left? I don't even know. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't. I've been on Tinder, so I can't tell you. I think I want to mm-hmm. go right. You, we we want to swipe right on Carson Wentz. Swipe right on Derek Carr. Maybe swipe right. And no, no one's gonna. No, I'm probably. The biggest defender right now, currently, the last two years on Jameis Winston. Like, if I'm a team, I'll get Jameis Winston. Now, am well, I, I? I don't know why. Where does it come from? Like, where do you? Why do you believe? Because he had Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. I know he had. Aaron, a, he had a like a decent, and he had Bruce. He Arians. had weapons. He yeah, had weapons. But Bruce but, Arians is a guy that likes to push. Oh my God! Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think that Jameis Winston and Bruce Arians were the perfect marriage in the sense of yeah. So you of, think of trying to bring down his uh his? But you want a more conservative Jameis Winston? He's going to have less yards and less 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 touchdowns. In a sense, in a sense, I want a more controlled. I know that's the toughest part, right? A controlled Jameis Winston. Now, once again, I think Jameis Winston will be. At a cheap number this year, and I think he has potential. But also, I'm also bringing insurance for Jameis Winston. So if I get Jameis Winston, I am either resigning Jacoby Brissett, or I'm either drafting someone too. Mm. So, and that might be tough. I know it might be tough for a team like the Indianapolis Colts because they're like, we're a playoff team. We got some talent here. This is our short window. Do we really want it to pass the keys to Jameis Winston? I would say no. But as your I don't know, four, fifth option after you going through your t- Tinder and you couldn't get the other four. Yeah, I, I, I definitely have some Jameis Winston on my team. Definitely, definitely. And I have no problem making him my starter, but I am having insurance. Always got to have their insurance with Jameis Winston. I think you do. You need that. So I, I'm trying to eat a dub. But I, be, I believe in Jameis Winston. <laughs> I believe in Jameis Winston that he can be, you know, uh, productive on a team. Okay, and I mean, he's always been productive. It's just the other side of it. Can he be a controlled Jameis Winston? Do I see an MVP-type candidate, Jameis Winston, ever in my life? Doubt that 100%. I would never be a betting man and do that on myself. Can I see him get maybe like, you know, 28 touchdowns and maybe 12 interceptions? I can see that happening. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So that's why I would take a chance on him because of the how, how cheap he would be. And some of these – listen – I still think Jameis Winston on the fucking Bears is a better option than, you know. Mitch Stravinsky. I said this last year. Like, I think Andy Dalton was a better. Mitch would actually play decent this year, but you bring in Nick Foles? Nick Foles is your insurance policy? It was, it was an odd, odd thing to do because didn't they win three games and then he got benched? Like, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like, how many more? Okay, when it comes to, let's go with marry, fuck, kill insurance policies, right? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Nick Foles, Jameis Winston. You said you said Fitzpatrick, right? I said Mary, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jameis Winston, uh, and Nick Foles. Your insurance options, okay? I'm gonna go with Fitzpatrick. You're marrying Fitzpatrick, cheaper. right? Uh, yeah, I'm married Fitzpatrick, and then I'd fuck with Jameis Winston and fuck fuck. Nick, Nick Foles. Foles. That's what I'm saying. I mean, kill off. Yeah. I mean, kill, kill off, off Nick, Nick Foles. Foles. Yeah. That's what I would do. 
I'm just saying when it comes to insurance options here mm-hmm. and all, and stuff like yeah. that. And if I had to trust, I'm t- honestly, if I had to go with one to be my starter for a whole year, I still might go with James Winston out of the three. Even though you just went, you went with marriage with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah. um, you know, it is what it. Remember, he was there. Were actually remember he was his backup too in the Buccaneers. He almost yeah, took. Yeah. He did take his job for a minute, then he lost the job again. Yeah, Ryan which was crazy because he was beating some good teams down so, there in Tampa too. So it just it's gonna be some it's gonna be some things this year when the quarterback position and all. And I know we didn't say a bunch of names that are you know potential, you know replacements or starters in the NFL. Let's go with the final two teams. I think they're going to be pretty easy. Uh, Texans, marry, fuck, kill. They want to marry Deshaun Watson. They fucked that up themselves. Oh, yeah. They they totally destroyed they fucked, this marriage. They they really did. Um, things not... They don't want to sign the paperwork. Yeah, but the, here, here's, here's why you can't marry Deshaun Watson. You can't... In the future, do you ever see Cal McNair standing on the podium... And ha- and being handed a Lombardi Trophy with Deshaun Watson standing on the same podium with him? No, probably not. Probably not. He's I- not. Even if you force him to start this year, even if you you want him to start this year, is he going to be happy? Is he going to be a happy camper? Like he might win some games or whatever. I think you fucked up so bad. Not even with Deshaun Watson. I think you fucked up as an organization organization so bad. You have to tr- trade. Deshaun Watson. He's yeah. like our boy uh Rodrigo in our Dynasty League. Okay. He all his player he has is uh Metcalf. Oh, Metcalf. If you want to come back, you have to trade your star player because the, the Texans have no money to spend. And you got important free agents. You already had to let go, JJ Watt. Will Fuller probably won't be back. So and you got no draft capital. You got no first or second rounder. What do you do? To replenish all that, because the the person that gets getting paid the most is not happy. The person that has the most value is not happy. How do you correct the money and get draft capital? By trading that unhappy player. To me, it makes a lot of sense that you have to trade Deshaun Watson to rebuild and restructure this whole organization. Now, do you go with the Dolphins and give me a young rookie quarterback, rookie contract, with potential in Tua, third overall pick, that's a good start, right? Or maybe you go with Sam Darnold. Even though he's going to start getting paid, uh, he's going to want an extension a year from now. You know, I'm just saying there's... The Jets have the best option like because the, they have the draft capital. They have the draft, draft capital, capital and you got it. And Sam Darnold. Or you say, like I said, what the, remember that offer I said? Hey, well, maybe you say, give me Sam Darnold, Quentin Williams, second overall pick, next year's first. Now you get yourself a quarterback, a guy that could potentially replace J.J. Watt and the defensive line, Pro Bowl potential, get high draft pick and a first round pick, and they're on rookie deals. So it's two first, Sam Darnold and uh, Quentin Williams, and one of those is the second overall pick. Yes. See, that's enticing, and I, and I, I might do that. Now, are they going to? Does that mean the Texans are going to win next year? Absolutely not. But it gives them a start to re reorganize, yeah, yeah. reorganize and rebuild that whole organization. Because you got two first round picks for the next two years, and you got yourself a starter at the defensive line who has the potential to be an All Pro, who played, you know, who played really well this year. So you have you have three players, mm-hmm. you know, you hope can you know really be foundations. 
and all that. And if Sam Darnold, you still have better weapons on the Texans than he would have on the Jets yeah. this past year. You know, you never know. Hopefully Sam Darnold progresses over there with a different offense. Could you imagine they played Deshaun Watson and gets injured, injured early in the season? Now you have a disgruntled player who's injured and his, dra- and his trade value is down now. So I, I, I so to answer this question, I think they have to kill off Deshaun Watson yes. because by their own accord, you destroyed the marriage. You can't fuck with him because he's getting made, making too much money and he's unhappy. They have to kill off Deshaun Watson. Agreed. Because even if they say, let's say, let's say for argument's sake, they don't trade him. Let's say they even make him happy. Let's say Deshaun Watson comes out tomorrow and says, you know what? I'm happy here. They're still going to suck. Yes. Because for many years, because you don't have, unless you're hitting home runs in a third, fourth, fifth round, and and uh, and but you're shredding stuff off your roster because you got no money, and you have to hit home runs in the draft. You're still, it's looking bad for you anyway going forward with Deshaun Watson. He'll sell some jerseys. He'll be the only. He'll just be. I I, I don't know. What career I want to say has been wasted because of the organization, and but I don't know. It just doesn't look good if you keep him there anyway. You have to wait to other salaries. You could go to the same organization, David Carr. David Carr, right? When, they just <laughs> completely destroyed his career. Well, I'm just saying he, but he David Carr. He they destroyed his career, but I'm saying he was never a star. I'm just saying you have a star player that's you know mm-hmm. that's just losing and you're just ruining his legacy and you, and the franchise legacy in a sense like these and guys could have won the show too it. because now you have no you have no draft picks so you can't if anything goes wrong with Larry Larry Tunsil you you have no decent backup you have no they might have to get rid of Larry Tunsil guys getting twenty two million dollars a year to play left tackle <laughs> like you don't have the money you don't have the money here you don't have the capital here. This, that's why training is bad. That's why I say, even if they're happy, everything is exactly what they want, they're still going to fucking suck. Sorry, Houston Texans. Trade them, and then the owner just needs to be quiet for the rest of the. Like, let the hire real GM. I don't know what they're doing with um, that guy, uh, Nick Vissarian, or whatever, but he needs to go up, go as well. No, they just hired They just hired him, the guy from the Patriots. They just hired uh, some guy from the Patriots, like well, six years ago. Yeah, he wants out as well. No, he just got there. He just signed like a couple weeks ago. Didn't they hire him before like Deshaun Watson act, demanded a trade? I think he, I think Deshaun demanded it before he got there. And I think after he got there, when they didn't give an interview to Eric Beverly, and I don't know how to pronounce his last name, um, the guy from the Chiefs, the offensive coordinator, who got robbed out of a oh, head coach. the enemy, yeah. The yeah. enemy, yes. Yeah. Um, I think he got more angry with the new GM like, Oh, so you're still not going to listen to me. I still want the fuck out if you're not going to fucking interview some. He didn't say give him the job. He just said interview him. And to satisfy him, they interviewed him weeks after. And obviously, they didn't hire Eric. So the point is, this organization needs a fresh start. They need a fresh start. And they, ha- they did it to themselves. The- and I'm talking about the prior, you know, front office execs did this, did this to them. But they need to go. They need to. They need to rehash and go back to the drawing board. And Sean Watson is that drawing board. He is. He's the one that's going to make it blank for you. So, anyway. Um, the last one I think is going to be the easiest. Okay, the number one overall pick. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are reportedly going to pick up Trevor Lawrence. Even though I got my Trevor Lawrence Jets plushie here. 
bunch of haters. Uh, I, I think it's already been decided. Uh, they're married, right? That's it. It's already. A, they have. They haven't even drafted him. He's married. Yeah, they're married they're, they're to him. They're married, they're married, they're married to him already. He's just waiting. It's mail order. Look at these locks too. Look at that. Look at that. I, I got this he's custom going, made. Why? He's gonna be trashing your team for the next five years. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Oh, you should have been a Jet, but it's okay. It's okay. Adam Gaze ain't shit. Fuck Adam Gaze. <laughs> Giving two hundred touches to fucking Frank Gore. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, I guess that's our marry fuck kill. AFC quarterback edition. And before we go, we got one more topic to talk about. Draymond Green, we're going to switch it over to basketball here, uh, had an interview yesterday. I, I don't know if it was post-game or what, but he went off. He went off. And we want to shed some light on these comments. So let's listen to Draymond, and we'll talk about it. Right, Greg? Is that cool with you? Yep. You got some time for that? All right. Absolutely. So watch Andre Drummond before the game uh, sit on the sideline then go to the back and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him is bullshit. Because when James Harden asked for a trade and essentially dogged it, I don't think there was no surprise or no, you know, there's no one's going to fight back that James was dogging it his last days in Houston. But he was castrated for one to go to a different team and everybody destroyed that man. And yet a team can come out and say, oh, we want to trade a guy. And then that guy is to go sit. And if he doesn't stay professional, then he's a cancer. And he's not good in someone's locker room. And he's the issue. And we've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench. You know, DeMarcus Cousins finding out that he's traded in an interview after the All-Star game. And we continue to let this happen. But I got fined for stating my opinion of what I thought should happen with another player. But teams can come out and continue to say, oh, we're trading guys, we're not playing you. And yet we're to stay professional. At some point, as players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights that the team can have. Because as a player, you're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. But a, but a team can say they're trading you and that man is to stay in shape. He is to stay professional. And if not, his career is on the line. At some point, this league has to protect the players from embarrassment like that. You know, we talk all of this stuff about you can't do this. You can't say that publicly. If you say that publicly, you're fine. Anthony Davis got fined, I think, $100,000 or something like that for demanding a trade publicly. But you can say Andre Drummond is getting traded publicly and we're looking to trade him publicly and he's to stay professional and just deal with it. But then when Kyrie Irving say, oh, my mental health is off, everybody go crazy about that too. Do you not think that affects someone mentally? As much as we put into this game to be great. All right, so those are his comments basically about the double standard involving player trades and uh, James Harden, et cetera, et cetera. Should I ask you first? Do you think he has a point here or what's the deal here? The what do you feel is, about these comments? Um, Well, I agree with him to, to a certain point. I don't know about the players having the same rights as teams. Okay. Because then I can trade myself to any team I want. That doesn't make sense. But here's the thing is like, I agree with the the sentiment of 
them um being embarrassed in, in public by a team after they um after the team wants to trade them and they can't openly say that they they want to they can demand a trade or whatever. I agree with that part. Like they shouldn't be fine for saying I want to go somewhere else. Maybe you just say I just want to go somewhere else, but you don't say the team specifically. That's that sounds cool to me. And the the solution to for the most part already exists. You can do what KD and LeBron's doing because not every player has this um has this ability to trade themselves or has this power to trade themselves. Like like um Robert Covington doesn't have a whole lot of <laughs> A whole lot of power. <laughs> like, I want to go play for for the Brooklyn Nets right now, <laughs> you know? So do a KD. If you feel like you have that power, do a KD and LeBron did. Sign two-year deals. And keep Keeps the organization honest. You, you know they ain't going to say nothing <laughs> if you want to leave or anything like that. They wanna, they're going to try and make you happy and, and want to keep you. So they're going to ask your advice on players, on coaches, on GMs. It's all there for you. So the solution to me pretty much exists for those players. Way the way I took it, that Draymond's talking here, right? Um, I know he uses the NBA. The NBA teams can do this and that. I think he's talking about media, okay? Mm. Who writes, dictates, who reports saying, you know what, James Harden is once out. He's treating his players like this. The Houston Rockets gave him all this who spits that narrative over and over and over again? That is the media. So to me, I think he should be attacking the media in a sense where the, there is a double standard when it comes to coverage like that. For instance, like the Cavaliers, they are sitting dream on green. But I don't see articles. I don't see, you know podcast saying what the Cavs are doing here are they quitting on their team are they quitting on their organization are they quitting on their fans by sitting no they're probably saying it's a smart move get some assets and and return he's not part of the long-term future you know you look at it that way like oh it's smart you don't want him to get injured it's the smart play here Mm. when James Harden even though he was, hey, listen, he was given everything with the Houston Rockets. There's not a lot that he can complain for with the Houston Rockets. Except except the coach. They they did push Mark D'Antoni out. Well, I don't know if that has something to do with him or not. I, I think so. But, I think but, so. But I'm saying is when a player like that or Le- LeBron or, or, I mean, LeBron is a different animal. He's a different, he's above mm. the wave on a lot of things, but like an Anthony Davis or anything like that, he get, he'll he get slammed for demanding the trade when he went from the Pelicans to the Lakers. You know what? It was also a smart move by Anthony Davis or James Harden. If they feel happy, if it's smart for them, you should also applaud that also. Or you know, just let there be a same wavelength in a sense of if a player can't you know, demand a trade, why should a team just set a player and not get the same criticism as for me, to me, it's the business of basketball, business of sports. Okay. When you have the power, like you said, these certain players can demand a trade. I got no problem with it. I don't give a fuck when a team wants to trade you, but they want to trade you in the middle of the night. I got no problem with it as part of the business of basketball. That's what, and I always sell these sports teams, these sports organizations, 
um, sell emotion. That's why they make divisions. That's why they make rivals. That's why they talk like that because they sell emotion. So part of the trading and and articles and all is emotion. They're selling you that fucking emotion. Like this guy has played us. You know what I'm saying? This guy's quitting on you. This guy, whatever how they want to talk about it, they sell it and it's part of the business. Mm-hmm. Overall, I don't give a fuck about either side doing it the way they do it. Overall, and I am on a player side 97% of the time. But in the end, you know this is the NBA. You know what the deal is. That you sign a contract and that contract can be traded anytime. How do you put yourself in power? You pull a LeBron. All right, you get I'm give one year deal. One year deal. No one year deal. Two tra- year deal. And uh, no trade clause. That's it. Like I got the power. Some people, some players are gonna have the juice to pull it like that. And but the thing the risk is on the player too for pulling it like that. But they'll have they have enough juice to pull something like that. There you go. Because guess what? You have a especially when it comes to basketball or baseball or something like that, you have a guaranteed contract. You signed that team, you signed originally with that team, that contract is going with you to another team. So I got I, my remorse is not that heavy for you mm. in that sense. You're still going to get paid. That's You pick security over power. Because if LeBron picks a one-year deal, you pick a one-year deal, you're, you're giving yourself power, but you're giving up security in terms of money. Yeah. So I got, you know, I'm just saying he's complaining about the, the media. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. The media are hypocrites a lot of times, and they are double-sided on certain things. Right, because I've seen a little bit longer. I, like, I did like at the end, of that that um tirade where he says, "Why don't we start calling out organizations for being bum ass organizations or something to that effect?" Well, it's, it's true though. The horrible but, organizations. But I think I think media does that right a few times. They like do, yeah, they, they do be like, it. Yo, this they team. do it to a certain extent. Like not all, not all teams equally. Like the Knicks has been the beaten. Yeah, they've been beating that dead horse for a long time now. But but there's other organizations that haven't done done made smart moves like um. Cavaliers for for damn sure, for one. Um, 76ers to an extent, like with that whole um the process and stuff like that. They put a lot into that and they haven't they haven't produced a championship or even a finals appearance. Well, I think they did oh, I think they the process was smart. You know, I think you gotta be really either really good or really bad in this league. But that's just me. But that's that's just philosophy. But another thing is I think what we're getting wrong here is I think social media has changed the game, too, because you can find any comment, any negative or positive thing out there through social media. People will always have something to say about something. Obviously, there's literally millions and hundreds of millions of different opinions out there. So if you're looking for something negative, you're going to find something negative. And sometimes I think we think social media is media overall. And nowadays it is. So players are being attacked from, I know James Harden must have got creamed on, destroyed on social media and reports and stuff like that and blogs and all that stuff. You're quitting on your team. We gave you everything, blah, 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 blah all that crazy shit. And they, you know, it's going to be an emotional effect on that player or yeah. a mental effect on that player. But here's, here's the thing. For me, what it looks like for me, like, okay, in the beginning, I didn't understand James Harden's reasons for wanting to be traded other than he thought he could win a championship. And I think the owner's a shitty person, but no one talks about that either, bro. Go ahead. But that's what I was going to get into. Like, it all, 
it all came back because the one question I was telling, they asked James Harden if um Maury, yeah, um Maury, Daryl Maury, and um Mike D'Antoni was still was still in Houston, yeah, would he still be? Would he still want to be in a uh, a Houston Rocket? And he said, I don't know. Okay, and I, I think I think the answer to that question was yes. I think he still would have been. The but no, you know what? No, but no one else talks okay about this. Dyna- but no one talks about this dynamic. Mm. When he, when James Harden signed with the Houston Rockets, mm. that wasn't the same owner that took over. He didn't sign with that owner. Oh, okay. No one talks about that. that. But no I one talks about that. No one talks about that part. Mm. No one talks about that part. Mm. Maybe he doesn't fuck with the owner. Maybe he doesn't want that to be out there. You never know what kind of energy or what what changes happen when there's a new owner in town. Just because you saw the surface in a sense of, okay, we got rid of Chris Paul, we got rid of, we got, we got your boy in here, Russell Westbrook, and now you want to trade him. Like we've done all these things for you still, and you want out. Yeah, I get that, but he made your team revelant. Okay, I can't even pronounce it right right now. You said it right, revelant. Um, he James Harden was the Houston Rockets, and he wanted certain things. Was it? The right things? No, I think he, they should have kept Chris Paul. Did he? Did he bitch out? Yeah, in a lot of ways, he deserves some criticism for those things like that. But for wanting to want out, fuck it. Players, a team can drop someone real quick, real quick. I I I, I use this thing in real life. When you quit a job, you're supposed to give them two weeks. They don't give you two weeks when they fire you. Nope. I used to always say, like, what the fuck? Oh, it's a respect thing. Well, res- All right, give me two more weeks of being fired. Nah, mm-hmm. it's, you got to go today. Let me, yeah, let me get a chance to find another, another job so I can yeah. feed my family. In yeah, the and it's stuff like, so this, the dyna- this dynamic of business, and the thing is, I don't have the power of an NBA player and all that shit. I just always used to find it funny, like, why the fuck I got to give you two weeks? I- I'm burning the bridge if I don't give you two weeks. I'm fucking you up, but you firing me. It's okay. It's all right. Depending on what the, whatever reason there is or whatnot. I'm just saying is it's just the business of it, right? It's just the business of the world and the NBA. And the NBA, you know, when you're in the spotlight, you're going to get criticism, Dream On. Mm. And the teams deserve more. And I think that's a more of a media type thing. I don't know if that's – I don't think that's an Adam Silver thing. I don't think that's an Adam Silver thing. Yeah. I, I would have never – me personally, like, I would have never got rid of Chris Paul. Oh yeah, never, me either. That's never. what I'm saying. It was like, stupid. You, 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 you guys figure it out. Yeah, it was a punk like, move. Yeah, have a, have a locker room fight. Like even last year, the Lakers um had Rajon. They had Rajon Rondo, one of the most volatile personalities in the locker room, supposedly. Yeah, you know, in the media that he he, he doesn't get along with um his teammates at all all times, and there's people in the league who hate him. Yeah, right. They made it work. They made it work. I bet you they were still hugging each other when they won that championship. Maybe they didn't like all like each other. Maybe Anthony Davis didn't like everything that came out of Rondo's mouth. I'm pretty sure he didn't like everything that came out of LeBron's mouth. Like, you know, they still won the championship. Had their differences. Mm-hmm. You put put it to the side for the so, bigger goal. So you think James Harden and the you know Houston Rockets made a mistake here by getting rid of Chris Paul a couple of years ago. Yeah, we know Huge. that. Huge. Yeah, I know. Huge. I'm with you. They were this close for beating the Warriors in those playoffs, game seven and everything. Um, but I want to talk about Dream on here saying, is there a double standard? Yes, there is a double standard. Overall, the answer is yes, there's a double standard. But I think it's just the business of basketball, the business of emotion they're selling, and it's the media. And the media, 
you know, I'm not the biggest Donald Trump <laughs> fan, okay? Um, hated the motherfucker. I've all, you go to my tweets. I've all, I'm always against the motherfucker in a lot of ways. But you know one thing he was right on? There was a few things that Donald Trump was right on. You know what? Fake news. A lot of times there is... I'm not saying all news is... Don't take that as a vague, general thing here. I'm saying is there's a lot of times how the news are hypocrites. They want to act like guardian angels. They, uh, but they're chasing money and they skewed headlines. They try to sell you emotion and scandal and stuff like that. And that's what I mean in terms of fake news. There's uh, a deception or perception that they create and stuff like that. So I understand Draymond Green and those essence sometimes. Like, how come this team is not being vilified for doing this? But the process was vilified. Like, yo, why you guys are tanking, 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 even though I thought it was the right move. But is it the right to move me, if to they me, didn't produce? To me, it was the right move. Because you got, you got Embiid and you got Ben Simmons. What they should have also had... You know they should have had uh, Jason Tatum if they didn't if they didn't draft uh, Markel's faults either, right? So they would. Right. Have, I'm just saying they have they had no talent and now mm. they got talent. Now they have a chance. That's what I mean by that. Mm. They that was the right move. I got listen. That's just a different I, philosophy right. of building a team. That's just the way I believe in building a team. But that's to all. me, if you're gonna tank and you're gonna go through with this process, you need to produce. Well, I you know they're producing right produce, now because produce. of that process. What, what it what, but. Do you have them as a contender for this year? To yeah, come they are. The Can you don't think so? No. Yeah, you're out of your mind, man. They're come coming on. out of the East this year? I think? didn't say they are. I said they are contender to come out the East. I see. I, At worst, I what are they? The third, fourth best team in the East? In your mind, they got to be the third or fourth best team in the East coming out. Come on now. Definitely fourth. Okay, well, I'm just saying. I I think they you could go. Bucks and Celtics. I, Bucks could take them out, I okay. feel like. I Listen, I'm not saying they can't. I'm saying is I think the forty nine I mean it's forty the seventy sixers can drop a lot of teams in the East too. I, I won't be no shocked that they take out the Bucks. And I'm not shocked that they take out the the uh, Celtics. Matter of fact, I wouldn't be shocked that they take out our Nets yeah, because we can't play no damn, damn defense. defense. But the point is the seventy sixers, you know, have a chance and they've been playing much better. They're playing defense and Harris is playing balling under Doc Doc Rivers has changed that dynamic of that team. And we said that, right? This was a smart hire to get Doc Rivers in this organization. Yes. yes. Now, and it was a silly firing by, by um, the, the Los like, Angeles you know, it was Clippers. Clippers. Of course. But, the, but that's the thing with also with the process. You st- even though you got the talent, you still got to have the right coach, right GM. You know, because if you had the right GM, you wouldn't have been picking Marquez Fultz and stuff like that in the, with the first overall pick. Mm. I'm just saying there's a dynamic to these things. But that's a different philosophy. But Draymond Green, I think overall is right, but I think he's skewed on certain things. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to argue with the man. I'm not living his life day to day as an NBA superstar and all that. And I'm talking about NBA superstar, let's talk about um just just snip it before we close this out because you know we had a big argument about motherfucking Steph Steph Curry. Um, <laughs> what is he doing this year? Mm. Oh, historical numbers. I don't have him going in the playoffs this year. Oh, that's wonderful and all, but uh, yo, right now he's probably. Uh, I, I wonder how much help he's gotten. What your that big signing you're talking about, Kelly Oubre? Uh, no, I like that signing, but, but not he hasn't for done this shit. year. He hasn't done shit this year. He's a good player, but yeah, yes, he, one, and, but he ain't next year, it this when, year. They go on, when they go on their playoff run, I guarantee you're gonna love him. Yeah, what? Well, yeah. that's gonna be the. Well, reason. I'm just saying, he's your second option right now. 
Right. Or, or third. I guess uh, Andre what, Wiggins is your second. Wiggins but. and what, what, whatever. It doesn't matter. They both, both, both of them to me are not the greatest, greatest of difference makers. Both of them. Ooh. I just like Kelly Oubre. I, I like the type of player oh. he is. I'm just saying like Steph Curry's killing it by himself on that team. Killing he's killing it. it. I never I never doubted that he was killing kill it. it. He's gonna carry that team to the Matter playoffs. Matter of fact, if he if they do carry him, is he the MVP? Nah, I don't think he's the MVP. But he's why he, not? He'd probably be top <laughs> top four, top five with the I'll, numbers he's spitting out there. I, I know it looks it looks pretty bad in Dallas right now, but I still think they put it together and eventually I think I've I said this before these I, I said the Dallas roster's not that good. Outside mm-hmm. of Luca and KP, mm-hmm. those two have to be healthier. This team is not that good. Yep. Then you're asking Luca to seriously carry this. The, the Mavericks roster is not that good. It's just not. It's just like the, I talk about the NFL. The Eagles roster is not that good. I don't know why you expected the Eagles to do anything. Like their roster's ass. So is the Mavericks roster's ass outside of the two players. You know what I mean? So it's just not constructed yet. There's not a whole lot of talent there. That's what I mean. I mean there's three players on the Mavericks, but whatever. So I want to say it's been an hour and a half. Uh, I want to thank you again for coming by, representing your fucking Denver Broncos. Oh, man. It's terrible. I got this tight-ass Kinshito shirt on. Oh, he's the man, though. Fist of the North Star. Check it out. Old school anime. <laughs> <laughs> what you laughing at? It is pretty. I got to paint some weight. It's pretty, pretty jiggly, jiggly, jiggly. And hopefully we'll come back next week or the week after. We'll talk some more sports out here, more NFL, more NBA more life, all those goody good things. Thank Getting you, closer Graham. to the draft too. Oh baby, let's see what happened with the Jets. Get Deshaun Watson, shake up that old draft, baby. <laughs> then I got to get me a Deshaun Watson plushie because this Trevor Lawrence one. I'm still gonna keep this Trevor Lawrence Jets, just uh, to remind me. Just why about, you want that pain? You know why? I should actually make this like a not a voodoo doll because I don't want to hurt Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I just want to imagine this as Adam Gaze. This is gonna be my little punching bag. Oh no. <laughs> Even I'm punching, cut off the dreads. Even I'm punching the face of Trevor Lawrence. It's Adam Gaze. Adam Gaze ruined this right here. Look at these. What look at those locks. Been. Look at these locks. They're so nice. I know you guys can't see this on the podcast. Um, so if you just want to cut off now, Wendell Snatcher. Just stroking. <laughs> just stro- yep, yeah, stroking his locks. Stroking. What could have been? I should have been stroking. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Lawrence just. I should have got me a driver. This is bullshit, man. This, good thing I didn't get me a custom jersey. Get you a Trey Lance. Get you a Trey Lance. Look, it even says Lawrence in the back right there. You don't want that. a Justin Fields plushie? Oh, man. I will take it. Listen, draft a quarterback. I said this a million times already. Mm. Justin Fields, Wilson. I don't give a fuck. Can some, whoever they draft, please be a franchise quarterback that we can build around for years to come. That's all I want. I don't give a what the name is. I don't care. Mm. What, was that so. skit, what was that skit on? K-, K and Peel when he was just coming up with mad random football player names. Oh, you don't. Oh, come on, Craig. Whatever. It's been a while. Uh, it don't matter. Just I don't give a fuck who the name is. Just be a franchise quarterback. And uh, Watson's there. I want that. I trade everything. I, I already said I'll give some good players for that. But thank you very much for listening. If you can, please check me out on Twitter at Idiot Ezra. You can check out the live stream, which we did this on on Twitch at Idiot Ezra. Also, thank you, Greg, one more time. Appreciate the love, brother. And uh, check us out and review us on your podcast directories to share us. Appreciate the love. Uh, And if you can't be good, be the baddest. And always pull out. (laughs) 